Young McDonald got a sack. E-I-E-I-O. Rogers is picking up grass. E-I-E-I-O. And wait, did Ando piss on his kids' toys? Next on Around the Couch. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's the voice of Heath Solo. I'm Axel. You heard some laughs from Andy and Brett. This is Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. Go to dvrpodcast.com to find out about all the great television shows that we cover. And also go to patreon.com slash DVR to get all of these shows ad-free early as well. I've been getting a lot better about dropping them early. As a matter of fact, I forgot to put the last episode of this podcast on the regular feed until yesterday so people on the patreon got it about seven days early <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry about that folks we're catching up though i'll remember to do it um yeah we're here we're going to talk about hard knocks episode two the aaron Rodgers dream continues first up though let's uh dive into some news the big news around the nfl this week is that dalvin cook signed with the jets and Ezekiel Zeke Elliott, the former Cowboys running back, signed with the Patriots. So I'd like to first, may I ask Solo, let's talk about Zeke first. How do you feel? He was your RB1 for many years. Um, still pretty scored, what, 12 touchdowns last year? Um, so what, how are you feeling about this? Uh, I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah, he was our third pick overall. I'm glad we picked him and not Carson Wentz uh, that year. I believe he was the third pick or fifth pick, whatever, a fourth pick, top five pick. So I'm getting old. Uh, but no, he, he, I mean, he's a great blitz pick. He can pick up the blitz. He could get that short yardage. He was great. He's great on goal line. He can find the end zone. Uh, and that was great. But he just, between the numbers, just, you know, one or two yards a carry. And he's just not the same runner. So uh, it was time to move on. Uh, and, you know, you get flash. I got we got flashes of him early last year. I'm like, oh, he's back. Man behind the helmet. But no, he uh, and then he just kind of loses it. So it was it was time. And that goes to that second contract for a running back. Is it worth it? Uh, I think it'll be fine for the Patriots because he's not going to have to carry the load and he can score some touchdowns. Yeah. What do you think, Brett? I think he'll probably have a revival in New England because that's what Belichick does with all of these players off the scrap heap. But um, <clears throat> like he said, I, don't, I mean, he's not going to play a huge role there. So he'll, I'm sure he'll uh, maybe he'd be used around the goal line, get some touchdowns, fantasy option maybe late in the, you know late in the rounds, um, but. I think I mean I think that I think Dallas did the right move by letting him go. Yeah. Um, that's just the nature of the business right now with these running backs. The the second contract. I mean I I would rather draft running backs almost every year and just roll the dice with uh, you know cheap young players. Well, there's a team that is uh, we're going to talk about a little bit more <laughs> that does not agree with you, Brett and. Uh, decided instead to spend what was it eight million uh on the former rb1 of the minnesota vikings mr cook ando how you feeling 
um, your man is gone. He's now, and then I'll tell you how I feel. <laughs> well, I, I think, uh, unlike, uh, Zeke cook is still close to his prime. And for a one year deal, while Brees Hall is resigning or healing up, I think it's an absolute monster move by the jets. Cook is Cook is not at his peak anymore. I will I'll give you that. But the guy is still, I mean, he's been in the Pro Bowl four out of the last five years. He's been he's been a game breaker for the Vikings. He's had some bad plays. He hasn't had a huge workload. He's had a little bit of an injury problem every once in a while, but he also had put up these numbers and he was not the primary offensive weapon. I mean, he had last year he had Jefferson and Thielen and Hawkinson all taking targets from him. Before that, he had Thielen and Diggs before Jefferson was here. So he's never been the main offensive weapon for a team. He's amazing catching passes out of the back, out of the backfield. That's an underrated skill he doesn't get because of all the other target, all the other receiving targets the Vikings have had. I think it's the move that could put the Jets offense over the top. I think it's going to be an amazing move. And for a one-year deal, all upside for the Jets. They, they're not committed long-term. They have the cap room because of the Rodgers restructuring. With Brees Hall uncertainty coming back this year, I mean, what, I think it's a brilliant move for the Jets. I love it for the Jets. I mean, I'm disappointed for the Vikings, but kind of like, uh, kind of like Brett said with the pet with the Cowboys and Zeke, he didn't fit for what the Vikings cap room was. They had to cut him for just because of the business move. So I love the move for the Jets. So, yeah, baby, one hundred percent agree with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's there's no downside to it. What, $8 million to us? That's, I mean, come on, I'd love to have $8 million. But in the NFL, right, it's just a numbers game. And Aaron Rodgers gave up, what, $35 million? They still have enough money to go sign a couple more people if they want, which they might do, hopefully, on the offensive line if they can. Um, but, I mean, I was happy. It looked like they weren't going to sign him. And I said, okay, look, they have this new kid, Izzy, who I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. Michael Carter, who had not a great year last year. Uh, it's his third year, but I still think that he has a lot of talent. Um, Zonovan Knight, who I also like a lot. And like you said, Brees is hopefully going to come back, but they don't want to put too much pressure on him. So I thought, hey, we got three young guys. Let's do it. But then they signed Cook, and I'm like, why the fuck not? If he wants to come to the team, he can catch, he can run. I mean it'll be great for Aaron Rodgers, right? And don't you want a more experienced running back that can like Heath was pointing out about Zeke pick up a blitz, read a defense, right? Sneak out for a little out route or something, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't see any negatives to it. Heath, what do you think? Is there any negatives Yo. to this? Oh, hell no. Jets are all in, baby. They got a young team. Like Sala said this week on the hard knocks, you know, our <laughs> defense was great and our offense was mediocre or whatever he said. He wanted to say dog shit, but he didn't say it. And, uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers for this small window. Go all in because the, the Patriots dynasty was something that will probably never happen again unless something changes, unless they get rid of the salary cap. And so now it's like getting that one title is, is so el elusive and to try to get, 
and you got the rarities now. You know, you do have Mahomes, and what can the Chiefs do uh, now? Can they match the Patriots? People are saying, can you know, can you win five more Super Bowls? That's a lot, but who knows? But now it's just like you, you dude, you do what you can do, and, and and it's a smart move to have that veteran there because, like you said. Brees Hall coming off an injury. You don't have to rush him in, carry the load. You got Carter as another weapon. He's a great third down back. He can carry. I mean, I love that kid. You know, I mean, North Carolina, he, he was great. And I, I thought he's done well in, in the opportunity given. So now they get some serious depth there. And, yeah. and, it, and it'll, it'll, it'll help Rodgers not always having a pass. You know, maybe our NFL will get back to running the ball a little bit. Eh, probably not. But that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I like to pick up on the hard knocks last week, the whole thing about learning and kind of like bringing up the younger guys. It's great to have Cook on the team. Brees Hall is 22, Knight is 22, Carter's 24, and Izzy is 20. So these are young kids, right? So you have Dalvin Cook who is 28, he's older, he's been around, he can kind of teach them. I like it's I, I, yeah, As a Jets fan, it makes me feel like, oh, wow, okay, they're not sacrificing the future for the present. They're using that these older players to try to uplift, because the, they didn't cut everybody. You know, one of these guys is probably going to get cut or end up on the practice squad. But it makes me feel good about it. Just like with Zach Wilson, as we saw in this week of hard knocks, he did pretty a little bit better this week. You know, I still would be not feeling happy if he was the starting quarterback of the Jets, but uh, he did a little bit better. And he okay. seems to be in three years Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> when Aaron Rodgers retires and Zach Wilson moves back into the starting role. Yeah, we'll see. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Michael Carter will be 30 and, you know, <laughs> it'll be great. <laughs> I think um, the other thing with uh, Cook, yeah, before we get off of Dalvin Cook, just because I've watched like 99% of the plays yeah. he's ran as a, as a pro. The guy always plays better when he's got a chip on his shoulder. And he obviously wanted one of those long-term deals. He's going to be running like a crazy man. I think he'll – my guess is he'll have a great year just because he is definitely one of those players that when you piss him off, he runs hard. Yeah, that's a good – Yeah, I don't think they're overpaying for him either. I mean, that's a decent number, especially if they have the cap space. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, having one veteran in the, on the team is always a good idea. Um, yeah, I just hope he stays healthy. But I think it's a good move, especially with his pass-catching abilities. Yeah. As long as he stays on Aaron Rodgers' good side, because you know what he does with a grudge. <laughs> we'll shun him. Oh, Nelly. Yep. Mm. <laughs> hey, Rod, baby. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, like I like I was saying, I'm pretty happy about it. And uh, the thing too is that Hackett and uh, Rodgers know him, right? So it's it, it's kind it's good that they were playing him twice a year for a, a while there. Um, mm -hmm. that's a good thing. So they know how to use them. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about, uh, hard knocks. I'm going to jump instead of kind of going in order and shit. I saw an Esquire article and they had some, they kind of did like the highlights. And, uh, I don't know if anybody 
if there's any particular segment or anything that anybody wanted to talk about, I figure I'd just kind of throw it out there. I don't know if anything comes to mind or else I could just start with this kind of article. Is there anything that anybody particularly enjoyed about this episode or thought was um, uh, different or interesting? Anyone? Bueller? Yeah. I'm a sucker for magicians, so that was like a neat little uh, two, three minutes. A mentalist. A mentalist. Yeah, the mentalist. Oh, right, right. Like the CBS show. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. That was pretty nuts. Yeah. This was was a bit more of classic hard knocks, this episode, right? Where they like bring in the comedian, bring in the magician, the mentalist, the whatever, right? Go to see your first round draft pick, get a bunch of piercings. That was the most uncomfortable thing I've seen on TV in a long time. God, man. It's like, dude, you know, the older you get, the more when you watch stuff like that, you're like, he's like, I got to be an individual and uh, get a bunch of shit in my (laughs) face. (laughs) I think I said no out loud about 10 times during that that little segment. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he has practice the next day and he he gets taken to the ground face first and and <laughs> what that must feel like you know what the worst the worst part and it, this goes it'll go to my theme of this episode but with the piercings and why uh because that's mcdonald right who yeah. got the piercings yep. young yep. mcdonald yep um yep he, his reasoning was you only get one life and i'm like really and to get piercings is your big <laughs> life freaking uh, st- uh, I know. I you know. Your yeah. your big your big line you're gonna, you're gonna tell your young fans, and that's the theme of this episode. It's not only the younger players, but there's a particular coach uh, that is weird and uh, bizarre. But a lot of dumb lines in this episode, <laughs> and I mean, really dumb lines. And and I was like, what the hell? But then I'm thinking. You know what? A lot of these players, we put them on a pedestal. They're they're millionaires. They're playing one of the greatest sports ever, but they're still only like 22, 23 yeah, years exactly, old. Exactly. And and everything and the way they're grown up, growing up now is online and 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 FaceTime and it's not like having to have a conversation with, you know, I, I mean with the football team you have to but the personalities have changed. And I remember I mentioned last week on how it felt different early on in Hard Knocks with these veteran players or these younger players that seem older. This episode we saw it. And and you could and you could tell even though Aaron Rodgers is only 38, he's old in football standards, I guess. But even his reactions were awesome in this when Zach Wilson's saying stuff and and he's just like, what? That <laughs> like, was the even best. Aaron Rodgers are weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have to but, chime in here solo. When they're in the do. quarterback room and and they're trying to guess, right, whether it's going to be a pass or oh, a, a pass handoff, or a run. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then Zach Wilson's like, yeah, easy. to And that, that was terrible or something. And then Aaron Rodgers is just like, it, what did you just say? <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. that was delivered. He knows 
this is the, a lot of this episode was also like the Aaron Rodgers show again. You know what I'm saying? Like they did another like 10, 15 minute segment of him passing and him talk. And he knows everybody. He's old. He's a veteran. He's talking to this guy. He's yelling on the sideline during the game. It's Aaron Rodgers. I, he's I, making fun of his own coaches on the sideline. Yeah. Did you, <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Did you think? Well, oh, go ahead, Solo. Go ahead. No, I, I'm going to say this in I, I, with complete honesty. He seems to be the only interesting guy of the bunch. <laughs> These <laughs> other guys aren't very interesting. And that idiot, was it? Was that Hackett was talking about mark your territory, piss on your kids' toys? <laughs> and then the woman, piss on my kids? I ain't pissing on my kids. I think like, that was Quinnen, Quinnen Williams did have a bunch of funny. Yeah. Lo- and he has one of the he was funniest. Good. He was good. Uh, kind of lines that like uh, it's kind of a deep cut for Jets fans when he was being interviewed when when he was initially drafted he sneezed and then he thanked himself he he went bless you thank you (laughs) (laughs) he sneezed and then he went bless you thank you and then he continued he was just so nervous you know what I mean that he just like continued it and um so now like a lot of Jets podcasts like have shirts like bless you thank you and you saw the pen set it oh, that's great. that he signed his contract with he showed they showed that too um but he had a couple he had a couple of good lines i liked his segment that to me was yeah, like I classic did. hard knocks mm-hmm. yeah, that was good. how that he was plays good. right like that was good stuff. And when they went to Carolina and the, the kind of fight, you know, people are fighting and he's like, they're always fighting every damn year. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I thought it was kind of, I, I like that. I, 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 that, that was my favorite part, but I wanted to say, is it just me or is Aaron Rodgers kind of a dick? Like he does seem to <laughs> relish most in making fun of people. And and he does yeah, it in such a part. dry way. It's funny, but he's kind of a dick. I, I Axel, how, how long have I? Oh, go ahead, Brett. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just agreeing with Axel, especially on the sideline there when he was just making fun of the the player and the coach for running the wrong route and and mm-hmm. getting the pass and all this. And maybe it's it it just came across as like it, he's an asshole. I'm sure he's being being funny. Maybe everybody thought it was funny, but I don't know. But there, there are other moments like that, too, or maybe he's kind of a dick, yeah. which wouldn't surprise I, me. I was going to say, Axel, how long have I known you or been podcasting with you now? Like three years, three three or four years? And how long have I been telling you Aaron Rodgers is an asshole? <laughs> that entire time. I'm so happy that you're finally coming around. Uh, to, but I, I will come. I'm going to come in defense of Aaron Rodgers just for a little bit here. Because, yes, he's a dick. <laughs> And he had to point out about the wrong route on the sideline, like not, hey, good guy. hey, wrong route. You know, he had to show everyone, I know yeah. what's going on. I am the master. Way to catch your but, first touchdown pass. It was even a backhanded compliment. Yeah, wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And, and definitely. But I will say, if I was around this group, <laughs> I'd be acting the same way. <laughs> like Zach Wilson, that dude. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, he's again, he's just a lost little boy he is. Oh. who doesn't have any personality whatsoever. 
He's like Paul Walker. The uh, God rest his soul. <laughs> I like Paul Walker. Oh, like, God, that's a good. That's a good comparison. The Paul Walker so, character. He like is, the Paul Walker oh, character. Yeah, Fast yeah. and the Furious. He is a that's vanilla wafer. That is what Zach Wilson is—a vanilla wafer. He is light and airy, and blonde. He is just very yeah. And like when he comes off the field and he's kind of talking to himself, like, oh, I could have had that. He sounds like he's nine years old. You know what I'm saying? Like he just uh, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. it's I, I think that's why I think the, a lot uh, of the shit with Aaron Rodgers, like kind of talking to him is uh, for the cameras. Like, I think once the cameras go away, Aaron Rodgers is like, this kid is fucking. Yeah, he dumb. told him he loved him before the game. <laughs> Come on. Well, the uh, you don't love Zach Wilson. The Aaron. thing with Rodgers, too, even though I will constantly give the guy shit just because of the, the Packers connection. I mean, he is. That doesn't mean I'm not enjoy. I am enjoying watching him. Yeah. He is interesting, and you know what? I think part of the. Th- I think my, some of the reason why he comes off as a dick is because it seems pretty obvious to me that he knows so much about football. Like he is light years ahead on his football knowledge than everybody else on this team. So I think it sometimes Ando. comes off as being an asshole. But he is his like his knowledge and the way he talks. I mean, I'm constantly impressed watching him. Just like holy shit, this guy really knows his stuff. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And hey, that's why he's one of the elite quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, and look, I'm from Jersey. Come on. Like, I grew up with that. You are? You know what I'm saying? Wait, Aaron Rodgers is a Jet? jet. (laughs) And the Jets play in New Jersey. Um, So, I mean, you know, it's kind of like it's a bit Seinfeld ish. Like, he does have his delivery is fantastic. Like, he never sounds sarcastic or mean or anything. He just, Mm -hmm. he, he just sounds like a dick a little bit. But it's very biting, and it is sharp. And you're right, Solo. He is, I, he is the most interesting. When you think about, as a Jets fan watching this, and I know our man Manny listening to us right now, I want to give him a shout out. Um, thinking about this team without Aaron Rodgers, with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. This would be a boring ass fucking show. I don't even know if I could get through it. <laughs> like he is he knows he's the man. Well, it seems that way, but maybe they would actually focus on other players and we'd yeah, get to true. maybe they're interesting too, but we don't know because we don't know anything about and them. That's actually one of my minor complaints is that it seems like everybody that they're focusing on, none of those guys are in danger of being cut. They're oh, all I mean read my mind, you know. There's, I mean, usually on hard knocks, I mean, I haven't seen every season of every episode of it, but there's always uh, a couple guys that they're focusing on. That's yeah. like, is this guy going to make the team or not? I mean, that's part of the whole hard knocks thing. So it's that part's disappointing me a little bit. I hope we get into some of that now that cuts are starting to come soon. Well, if I remember correctly, this was a bone of contention with why teams didn't want to be on hard knocks because it made them look bad when they cut people. And it, uh, it just, they, they never got to properly express why the person was cut. And it also embarrassed the players that were cut. Um, and I think that they've decided not to do so much of that, even though I think they did a bit of it last year and the year before. I think maybe in the last couple episodes, when that's really the focus of the preseason games, they'll get into it. But I know that that's a thing that they don't want to do as much. So I think that's kind of why they changed it and they make it. I guess, you know, I've never thought of it as like embarrassing to the player or the team. I just I always kind of see it as just that's a tough reality of the 
of the sport. I don't yeah. ever, yeah, I don't, that's, that's an odd reaction that they think that teams think that, but yeah. I totally see what you're saying. Me too, but. Well, you know, what's you... weird too is if you're diehards like us, you watch hard knocks, but you know, who's been cut. Like if you just <laughs> with the internet webs yeah. and everything now early on in the series, when you really didn't like, you had to read the paper, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, pretty much, or, you know, it was interesting. Uh, but you're right. Cause I remember there was one season, I can't remember what team it was. It was the short, older guy who was the one going to their rooms and getting them to bring them to the office. And they portrayed him as like this little, like badass, like, oh, he's the one coming for you. <laughs> if he, if he taps you on the shoulder, <laughs> oh, you know, you're going to yeah. get cut. And, and they, and, and that drama. And I, I could see why now they want to change it, but you're right. Ando, I kind of, part of the, Hard Knocks experience is learning about these young rookies and seeing if they can make it or not. And I think that was one of the, I bet you that was one of the original pitches to do Hard Knocks was look at, you know, in the whole reality boom in the early 2000s, it was like, oh, we get to go inside and see what players are going to make this team and get cut. And and I think now it's done, been done so much that their feelings have been hurt. Yeah. maybe they're just trying they're trying to mix it up but so yeah it's like you don't know what you got until it's gone and i kind of missed that except there was one year i think it was oh two or oh three they did the cowboy and the cowboys were terrible under dave campo i think it might have been the oh two season and they were following this guy richmond flowers this wide receiver he played guitar he was like this and he ends up getting cut and it was like but they spent so much time on him and it was like he got cut and I don't even think he ever played, you know, and it was like, okay, I'm glad I spent that all summer watching him. But. <laughs> yeah, that's I, think, I think it's more uncomfortable for the teams than it is for the audience watching. I think we get, we yeah. get it, but for the people there, they, they don't want to have to go through that in front of the cameras and everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I could see it. Um, but speaking of the rookies, I was watching they made out i figured they're hanging out in the in the big auditorium room okay it's going to be the rookie show right which i only know from hard knocks that every year it's like a tradition for rookies to do a show and a lot of times it involves like impersonating the coaches or other players they kind of make fun of the players this was the worst shit I've ever seen. They did like a PowerPoint oh. presentation. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was terrible. And I don't remember who it was. What the hell that was that? Stood up at the end. It was like what veterans oh. stood up at the end and was like, fuck that, redo. You're coming back next <laughs> week and doing it again. <laughs> and yeah, I think it was, was Mosley, like, I think, maybe. Yeah, because that was terrible. I didn't even get I, th- I kind of think like, we do more entertaining things on the DVR Facebook page than yes, what that was. So. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like it's like, I sort of look forward to it, but it's uncomfortable when it's bad, but like, it's funny. You always get one <laughs> who does a good song or yeah, something funny yeah. and the crowd goes wild. I, I felt so embarrassed. Those two white <laughs> dudes that were doing the PowerPoint and he's like, God. Oh, they showed what a pair of shoes and what the, the the answer and, and, and even the the player's like what the hell is this something what the hell watch yeah, an old episode bad. of hard knocks or something sing a britney spears song i mean i don't know i'm dating myself but do something yeah 
Well, I don't think any of them have watched Hard Knocks besides Rodgers. I mean, last week when he was saying Liv Schreiber's coming and everybody was like, who the hell is <laughs> yeah. that? They had no idea. So uh, yeah, they got to put it on. I YouTube. just feel, have, do you guys, do you, all right, this is what I'm going to ask you guys because starting to get, I guess, feel like I'm getting to that age and I'm, uh, and I'm like, <laughs> am I just getting older? <laughs> and I'm just, and maybe I'm just a, an ass like Aaron Rodgers, probably, but, dude. Like probably, but, probably. Okay, <laughs> but, but when I was 22, 23, see, I, I guess I was different because at ten years old I was in a Stratomatic baseball league with my dad and his friends when he was like in his thirties, you know. So I knew sports, and then as I went through high school to college, I knew movies and I knew pop culture. And when I was twenty two, I was pretty informed, even with my parents pop culture from being around them. These youngsters don't retain anything. Like, oh, before my time, before my I'm time, well, have to, George I'm Washington have to was before your time. Here. Do you know he's a, a solo? I got to disagree with you. Talk to me. Goose. The difference but, is the death okay. of the monoculture. And because we shared the same culture as our parents, right? It was just a, in, mm -hmm. in, in a, in a, a linear fashion. It was different. It was later. The kids today are they're living an entirely different life, dude. They're they're on TikTok, Instagram. They the people that are stars to them, we don't even know who these people are. Right, right. YouTube influencers. Yeah, we're and old. We're Joe, still Joe, obsessed Joe. with with uh, some show on HBO. If there's no clip of it right. <laughs> on on TikTok, they don't know what it is. Yep. So you can't really blame. Wow, them. that's just scary. It's a different world. No, no. I'm. I, I know, but it's just like, but. How do you not know a movie? I guess I'm just, it's, it, it, I know, I know. Uh, it, you weren't I know. the only one sad at the end of this episode solo when they sit down and show the naked gun and Aaron Rodgers is the only one that obviously has any idea who Lisa yeah. Nielsen even is. I, I, yeah, I want to coaches. start crying. I guess I'm more, I'm more like taken aback of how culture has changed and how youngsters get their information. And it just, to me, it, I, I think, I feel like they're losing out and I, and, or maybe, you know, cause you know, we're big into nostalgia. It's just the way it is. And we grew up during no technology to tech, you know, till now it's crazy. We've lived through it all. I understand that the TikTok generation and the young youngsters is just the way it is, but it's just, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like a teacher and I want these kids to know <laughs> that's why I'm glad the guy showed clips of naked gun and airplane and stuff to open it up to hey you know there's some good shit out there that's not two minutes and there's not you know some dude you know opening up a, a fucking package so you can see what's inside <laughs> like an unboxing I but yeah i understand yeah. axel yeah I, I i get it I, i'm just yeah you know, well, I again, agree with you. I'm not buddy. in that I'm generation, just, and yeah. it's just I yeah, yeah okay I I understand I guess if plus I went to film school so that's a little different so I was I had to watch movies all the time but I enjoyed it so I guess I'm just kind of like it's like if you're a guy and you're not a sports fan like I can't understand that <laughs> you know it's just the way that's just that's just me you know so that's just the way but. Yeah. So, oh, but that's sad, Axel. That you are right, and that's the truth. And it's very sad. And I feel, I feel bad for the youngsters, man, because YouTube influencers. Eh, I don't know. 
Well, they feel bad like, for us like, because yes. they know what we're missing out on. All sorts of yeah, crazy, yeah. weird shit that's awesome, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Dude, that, that's Lachlan possibly. sits and watches YouTube and it's all TikTok clips. It's it's freaking mm. weird. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, true. So. You have you have a uh, growing son, so you're probably experiencing this firsthand. Yeah. I, how do you? I mean, I don't want to go on a tangent, but do you? I think we're there uh, already. We'll, we'll so we're, we're back in <laughs> yeah. high school talking about the Cowboys. Oh, oh we are. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, in 1991, when uh, the Cowboys uh, anyway <laughs> um, made the playoffs for the first time since '85. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. So this will be on Patreon for a week before anybody hears it anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> wait, what were you going to ask? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't we were know. already down. No, the rabbit I, hole. <laughs> I know. I know we're down the rabbit hole and that's because, you know, I, I mean, aside from me feeling like I would act like Aaron Rodgers in, if I was in the situation with these guys is, is sad, but um, no, I just, I just, uh, it really just hit me of how this young generation is growing up and uh, I, I'm sure to them, they love it and they have access to so much more. Uh, well, I, nothing, I'm going to say like nothing's a mystery anymore. I, I mean, I'll say one thing that is, does prove you a little bit wrong, which is that one of the things that Quinn and Williams did when he was talking to his mic and he was like, I want to shout out my mom and my dad and my wife and my little baby girl. And I want to shout out to Optimus Prime because you told oh, me so much. Oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he shouted out Optimus Prime, man. Yeah. That's that's something, right? That was yeah. something. That's something that to build on, guys. Good. Yeah, makes you feel good. See, yeah, and if he said, yo, Joe, I'd be like yes, ecstatic. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> but uh, to get back to Hard Knocks, <laughs> Um, I'm guessing this week will be the week that they finally mentioned that Brees Hall exists and would have been the offensive rookie of the year if he hadn't got injured um, because of Dalvin Cook being signed. Maybe that'll happen next week. But it yeah, was, I was wondering why we didn't see that. Still weird. Still weird that they didn't even mention Brees. Did the Cook signing happen after the game? Like after yeah, it was the Carolina yeah, after game? the game. Yeah. Yep, it was after okay, the game. Okay, so it was on Monday, week. I think. Oh, it was after the Carolina game. Yep. Uh, yep. okay. So I think, yeah, next it'll be a next week's storyline. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So that, that'll that be interesting. And uh, I don't know. That's about it. I don't have too much more to say about this. Do you guys have anything you else know, you I thought say? I thought of something I was going to bring up while I was watching it, Axel. And it goes back to some comments you made, I think, when we did the draft special. And it's about Bryce Young. Seeing Bryce Young stand next to Rodgers and all the other players. Ooh. I know you have been concerned about he might be too small, and after seeing that, I'm 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 kind of feeling maybe I might I'm a little worried about him. He he looks tiny compared yeah. to those guys. Yeah, I'm rooting for the guy, but he is he's very little. I don't know how it's he's going like, to see over everybody. That's um, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm a little worried. Hopefully, it'll be okay, but I'm a little worried. What's hey? The, oh. Yes. Bring them to Winnipeg, baby. Come play for the Blue Bombers in the CFL. <laughs> Brett, you're a college football Flutie aficionado. What do you think about Bryce? How, how do you think he's going to fare in the NFL? I think he's going to fare well. I mean, why do I think that? I, I just don't. I don't think that um, being tall is a requirement. Um, and I, I know it's obviously a huge help and everything, but. 
also I'm kind of leaning on all the experts that put him first overall, despite him being the smallest dude in the entire draft. Like why would they put him there? Why would they devalue that so much? I think he's that good. Cause they're idiots. So <laughs> I mean, they, they are idiots as well. There's no doubt. <laughs> but if I had to, if I had to make a bet, I would say he does well in the NFL. Cool. Hey, Ryan Leaf went second overall, and he was tall and yeah, true. You know, but yeah, I hope so too. I, it's, it was just something about seeing him next to Rogers, talking to Rogers, and some of the other guys walking around. It just he seemed so much. And normally that's not a big detriment for me, but I don't know. Maybe it was just the camera angles or something that made it look worse than I thought it was. Well, but but be. Ando, it's not even in the interception. Well, it's yeah. not even the height. Yes, I agree. It's not even the height so much. It's his small frame. Yep. Yeah, that was the best kind of what I was. Yeah. yeah he looks you did good. a better job hits. of explaining it than I did. So, yeah. Yeah. Because Russell Wilson yeah, is small, he's got a, but he's built like a brick shithouse, and his stocky. legs are like yeah, ridiculous. That's yeah. like Same thing with Kyler Murray, even too. though he's been getting hurt, but Kyler Murray is thick. Yep. He's strong. Hurts is I like mean, that too. Like, His legs are ridiculous. You see him fucking lifting 50 billion pounds and setting like a Guinness world record or some shit. You know now, what I'm saying? That's, now if Bryce Young, yeah. Now if Bryce Young, you know, if they if they weren't so eager to be like we got to play him now, he they could he could be with up. the strength and conditioning coach, bulk yeah. up a little bit and get that strength to the next level and in say two seasons he could be ready to freaking rock and absorb hits better you should train him solo you should bring him out to burbank um and he's got to run up to that bar you used to work at and run up and down and up and down and up and down (laughs) no we'd end up watching movies so i I would have to teach him (laughs) and stuff so we we wouldn't get any sunday any working out yeah, I'm throwing a little Eddie Gibbons Sunday, watching Eye pop out of the player, and Dennis Quaid <laughs> what's taking that, pills. And- what's that movie where the running back pulls out a gun and starts shooting people on the field? What last Boy Scout. Oh, Last, last Boy Scout, Scout, baby, the opening oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Just like Billy Cole did. Just like Billy Cole did. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing, man. That I remember seeing it. That was crazy. Um, and then, of course, remember Batman, they take over the Gotham football game. With oh, Bane, yeah, the right? Dark Knight Rises. Oh, what do you mean Heinz Ward is running with <laughs> oh. the stadium falling apart? Oh, oh. Batman, come to say hello. Why would, you, <laughs> why would you shoot a man and then throw him from a plane? Touch my monkey. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got? That's it, man. Oh, the one thing I want to say is. No. Oh, wait, no, I got one more. I got one more thing. I thought Robert, you had an article. Yeah, uh, yeah, this was the article. We covered everything. Uh, okay, um, great. Robert Sala. We don't need an article. Loves to, he's a little reliant on the Hallmark football greeting card stuff, like where he's like, <laughs> where you go, we all go. Where you go, we all go. Like he just kept on saying, like he said it once to one guy. Then he said it to the offensive line. Then he said it to the whole team about the offensive line. Like he just kept on saying it. And it kind of reminds me of a car commercial sometimes. Yeah, he's a bit redundant. That's why I do, like Heath, you have a good point, is there's a lot of like um, uh, typical football guys, and Aaron Rodgers does stand out 
because of he is just kind of a weirdo and he, and he likes to just constantly make fun of everyone around him and he uh, it particularly <laughs> likes to call people fat and tell them they're out of shape he loves doing that he did that the last episode too he was like you got to slim down man you know like he, he does like saying that a lot and while i'm watching it eating ice yeah. cream it made me feel a little bad about myself <laughs> <You know. laughs> Well, I, I got you, some Aaron, bullet yeah, points. Fuck you, Aaron. Danica Patrick. I, I freaking, I'm honestly, I'm freaking loving him, and I shouldn't be. Yeah, he is amazing. I'm just, I him. am. He's fun to watch. Oh. He's fun to watch. I'm, I hate him. I, I am. Guys, I made a decision I just, if, during if, this. But if episode. week two he beats the Cowboys, I'm gonna hate him again. I, I made a decision solo. I am ordering oh. an Aaron Rodgers jersey for myself. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh, no. it. A buddy yeah. of mine ordered a farm jersey yep. when he was a jet, and he wore that thing for eight weeks. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh. I'm going all <laughs> in doing it. getting an Aaron Rodgers jersey. Wow. You're yep. going to wear the belt? You're going to do that one for <laughs> Yeah. 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 I, I would have done it too. If he was a freaking cowboy, I'd probably be the first to buy a freaking jersey. Yeah. But you know Rodgers what? Jersey. I'm really I'm happy. weak. I love McDonald. Like, I, I was very happy when the Jets picked him. I think he looks great, and he was he he looked great. In, but it's just it's preseason. We'll see. But um, I have you got me that Gaston ninety nine, and he's wearing ninety nine. Uh, so oh I'm, yes, I'm he gonna is. be wearing that too. So if Rogers pisses me off, I'll wear the ninety nine jersey. Okay, okay, yeah, you know you can <laughs> rotate them. Yeah, I still have home and away Leslie games. Walker, you know my my Rob Moore jerseys too. Ooh. Yeah, baby. So I just nice. I just have a couple of bullet points from the episode that crossed my eye, uh, and then if you j- please jump in if you want to comment. Uh, it was nice hearing a little "Oh Carolina." Uh-huh. Good music yeah, throughout the whole episode. Solo. Yeah, great call. Mm-hmm. Carolina. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was good. Um, still marking your territory, pissing <laughs> on toys and i'm <laughs> pissing on my kids i just i i lost it <laughs> i was dying laughing <laughs> and he kept on saying don't piss on the kids he's like not the kids they're toys that was just a coach trying to be funny and connect with young players and be old school and it just didn't work yep. when you start pissing on toys <laughs> it just doesn't work <laughs> um <laughs> just, you know, to, 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 and just to comment on McDonald, you know, you see the player and his sack and you're like, yeah. And then you see him at the piercing and I'm like, wow, it's like two separate guys. You, you got the on the field guy and it seems, and then, you, you know, you look at him, you would think, nah, and he's talking about being in crying and then pain. And I don't know. It just, it was a little weird. It was interesting. Uh, and, but that goes to show you look at a DeMarcus Ware hall of famer, uh, look at, Martellus Bennett for the Cowboys were off the field. All he cared about was marketing and rapping and doing stuff, but he was good on the field. And some of these guys, you know, it's just, you're not always going to get the hard nosed football player on and off the field. You know, you get guys who just have the talent and know how to play football. And then are the, are their individual selves? Uh, and it's just interesting. Yeah, it's just interesting. It's kind of like uh, us it's off good. a you podcast have to. solo, right? Like, who, exactly. Who would have known that off this podcast, I do things like eat dinner, take a shit. 
take a shower, walk down the street. <laughs> well, we know you take a shit, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. Now, guys, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Did Axel just like Aaron Rodgers me, or is he just being honest? You know, see, that's the thing. We don't know. Uh, I love Both Aaron. things can be know. true, Solo. Both things can be true. Yeah. I think he might have Aaron Rodgers me there. Nice one, Solo. Um, run the wrong route. Wanna... Still get the touchdown. Good job. Good job. <laughs> record the wrong podcast. Record the wrong podcast. We were talking about Annie the Musical, not freaking... You know, uh, all right. Daddy this mentalist, though, Daddy Warbucks. Now, I, I, I can, I can kind of figure out the puzzle one. Uh, the puzzle one, I, because he could put all the same pieces on the table and pretend you think they're all different. Mm-hmm. So I could, I could see that trick yep. working. Uh, the goldfish one, I had no freaking clue. Like. Roger, so Rogers had hand. cards that was just sleight of hand. Yeah. He touched his hand real quick and flipped it. Uh, okay. And flipped it. Okay. Gotcha. Flipped it for real. Okay. Uh, what about the score and the number? Uh, how do you, how do you think those? God, I don't have a damn. Clue. I'm so bad at figuring that kind of shit out. I have no idea. I think I know. Does Brett, Brett, do you yeah. know? Unless he got some background on uh, me, Cole, and he he knew how much he liked the Niners, and he knew I don't know it, it may maybe some That's research hard, on, on the guy. Yeah, because he definitely picked him out of the crowd. So he said, "Miko, come join me up here." Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, that's maybe cool. he tweeted that score. <laughs> that that was like, were they in on it? But they didn't look like they were. I think that would be kind of shitty. I, I don't think, think he was in on it. Yeah, um, I'm not sure that he was in on it. Having been a fan of, you know, that dude, the amazing Randy, and uh, he used to be on the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, and it got me interested in mentalism. And I know, Brett, don't you like that show, Magic for Humans? Yes, yes. Right? And watching shows like that. And then I kind of got into it and kind of like did a little research. I think it's a combination of research, planting, like actually going up to him before he the thing started while they're like hanging oh, and out. Oh, putting the idea in his yes, head. Yes, exactly. Putting the idea in mm-hmm. his head. And also, if you don't, it's all about what he says, not what he does, right? Or if you're just listening you'll notice that before he asked about numbers, he says a bunch of numbers. He goes, right. Right. Leading the witness kind of a thing. Yep, Exactly. So he's power of suggestion. Exactly. It's the power of suggestion. So it's a, it's a combination of a bunch of different kind of con man things, you know, put together. Okay. Cause like, it was like the one we used to do is like, Say a word, you know, what boast, boast, uh, coast, n- nost, or whatever, and then go, What do you put in a toaster? And people say toast, but it's really bread because it's yes. not toasted until Good. it's done, oh. like that. that <gasps> solo, wow. that was impressive. Solo, you're a mentalist, bro. <laughs> it was. I almost Shit. said toast out this, loud when you did that, <laughs> right? So that's that's the thing, and that's the 90s, guys. No TikTok. No influencing by YouTubers. It's just hard nosed living. It's just hard, hard nosed <laughs> mentalism. 
<laughs> That's good, man. That is yeah. good. That's a good stuff. Yeah, because you get it is funny. Because I remember we got our my baseball coach and he was all like he was all pissed that he got suckered into it. <laughs> he was like, well, that was so know, funny. There I have that an, image of him. There is another aspect that we didn't consider, which is that it's a TV show and he could have gotten it wrong and they edited it to make it look like he, he <laughs> Yeah, he did it like six <laughs> times and they, they only used the right one. Yeah. Exactly. I just I guess the power of suggestion and that thing, I just how do you guarantee it? Like how do you know he was thinking of the number 10? You know, was it Michael Carter to change his number? Like I know he gave him like numbers at the beginning, but maybe it's a little something a little more complex. Well, because he also remember he said to him, he's like, "Not your high school number, not your college number, not your what." It's like he knew those already, and he was kind of leading him in a certain direction. You know, yeah, he had to know how to plant it somehow in his head. It could also be that when he picked up the, he had like eight different choices and he just picked up the one that was, you know what I'm saying? Like he kind of felt that one. So he picked it like he gave himself choices as well. I think there's a million ways to to fuck around. It's just, it's so fascinating. So I, I, it's so fascinating now, now real quick, like, you know, that stuff, magician secrets now with technology and access, are, are a lot of those secrets out there to find the ones we would you'd never know you think was the coolest tricks you could probably but I'm assuming Google. all that all the answers yeah that's what I'm saying that's, yeah I that's, think you can find it if you really of, want to yeah Google's, you're probably right because I heard of it this thing it's called the Google and you ask questions oh. you're like Google what is this thing and then it answers Chat you. GPT could yeah, probably tell you it could wow chat with you dude. A- Axel Aaron Rodgers is us again, guys. <laughs> it's Axel Rodgers. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm going to get. It says on my jersey, Rogers. Axel Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. God. Axel Rodgers' neighborhood. Oh, oh, number negative eight, <laughs> Axel Rodgers. Weren't we going to do like a jersey goes to whoever wins the uh, the picks this yes. year? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're each going to put in like 15 bucks or whatever. And Definitely. then. So Axel Rogers. That, is that eBay guy. Wins. Axel Rogers, we're going to have made. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're, we're getting around to that time. Um, Brett, was there anything else that you wanted to bring up from this year uh, show? Uh, no, I think we pretty much hit on everything. All right. Okay. Anything personal you wanted to talk about or. No. Well, we'll leave that for after the show. <laughs> okay. Not before, though. <laughs> not, not before. Not before when asked. Or awkwardly during. <laughs> okay. uh, Ando, how you feeling out there in Minnesota? You got anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I mean, I think I think we covered it pretty well, and really, there surprisingly hasn't been that much news really besides regular training camp stuff. So. Yeah, I think this this was a fun one, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add, basically. All right. Well, before I ask Solo, I'll chime in and I'll say, I am happy that uh, what's his name Richardson was named the starting QB for the Colts. Right. That that was mm. one thing that happened, and uh, that should be fun because I watched that. I watched a bunch of the preseason games. You know, variably some are more interesting for longer periods of time than others. 
the Chiefs played their first string guys for like a whole series, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't have much else to say. Thanks for talking about the oh, Jets again, guys. You missed one thing, actually. You forgot to uh, – we we noted all the cameos last week. You forgot the big, the biggest one this week, the old Red Rifle himself. Andy Dalton made up a two-second <laughs> appearance. Ah, that's true. That's true. Um, he's a handsome guy. I don't have much more to say than that. <laughs> that's all we needed looking. to say. Yeah. He's a great looking guy. Um, Solo, you want to take I this out? Uh, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, well, I don't want to disappoint. I got a few more things. We still got a couple of minutes. One, it's good to know that Aaron Rodgers is going to go out to lunch with Becton, you know, mm-hmm. and hang mm-hmm. out. That, that, that was a, that was an amazing Jets moment. Probably one of the best top 10 jet history moments in history jets it history is, is. um <laughs> wait you, where do you think they're going get, solo where do you think they're gonna go where, where, where do you think they're gonna go for for food they're gonna go to a vegan place i'm okay. not sure which one all right um so when what about ando's boy adam Thielen wanting to get some hard knocks uh airtime and <laughs> yeah, like every time he talked zach wilson zach wilson wanted to leave he was trying uh-huh. to leave, and he was like, hey, man, you're just giving him advice, and Zach Wilson wanted nothing. Nothing. Nothing, nothing to do with sad. him, dude. Nothing. And yeah, you know that, what the thing that was? That was weird. It was very weird. Oh, I was going to say. The oh, weir- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I just thought that that was a perfect um, uh, example of the difference between Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers how Aaron Rodgers just effortlessly talks to everyone. He's like, hey, big man. Hey, little guy. Hey, bro, how you doing? It's good to see you again, you know? And then Zach Wilson is always is like, here, your brother. Yeah, brother. He sounds like a fucking wrestling guy. Like he's just very, ins- he comes <laughs> off as very insincere, you know? And that was actually just- the knock against him. The last couple of years, the, uh, the beat reporters, when I'd listen to podcasts and mm. read stuff, they'd say that people in the locker room felt that this kid was fucking fake, that he was just mm-hmm. not a real kid. He like, is. He's, he's just, he is. Yeah. So. He, he, he's Ken from the Barbie. <laughs> yeah. He, you're very, you're true. he is. Yep, he cool. is. You know, Ken. because Thielen is a guy undrafted from Montana State or something and really had to claw. No, Mankato State. It's like, that's really close to my home, actually. Yeah, Mankato State, Minnesota. And he's a guy who had to really freaking work his ass off to get on a team and he became a stud. Where Zach Wilson, oh, second round pick, I'm a millionaire. Who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't know. I I, I just think Zach Wilson does, unless he. He's a punk. he says, you know, he's he's trying to say the right things. I've learned the last two years what I went. Through. No, you haven't. You're. I'm sorry. I. I he's an idiot. I, I mean, he he he's he'll be hanging out with Johnny Football, and they'll do a dual doc. Oh gosh, I watched um, that. Anyway. You, uh, I just want to break in. You watched that solo, the Johnny Football doc? No. Okay. I'm going, uh, Netflix. I'm going to. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a little weird. It like it spends. 48 minutes of him in college and then what happens after which is equally as interesting and strange when he gets to the browns they cover it in like nine minutes i don't know why it's made like Uh, that i didn't really understand they don't want to make it longer or something but um that's a great i've only seen the i've only seen like the one two minute clip of them talking about film and him admitting that he's watched zero film when he got to the nfl yep and i'm like wow that's really all i needed to see (laughs) 
That's sad. Is it one hour? Is it one hour? A yeah, it's like an hour. A series. No, it's, it's, a, it's like an hour episode yeah. of this uncovered uh, series they do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it just, you know, it, it was tough. The rookie quarterbacks the first week of preseason didn't, you know, Bryce Young. Okay. And then freaking Stroud looked awful. Will Levis, you know, nothing special. Uh, but I did watch that Titans Bears game. Uh, and, uh, the Bears. It was actually up. kind of a fun game. DJ DJ Moore scored a long touchdown. There were some exciting plays, but yeah, it's uh, preseason's rough. Uh, oh no, wasn't the Bears? Hey, who's the who's do? the uh, who's the kid who did good? Um, who did real? Uh, I can't remember which backup court, but it's preseason. You know, I remember there. I can't remember. Yeah, I was watching some of the Eagles Browns tonight before we and it was just like i i found myself like i'm rooting against the eagles so bad i'm like wait what am i doing it's not the regular season yet who cares <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter you can't root for injuries so it's like what are you really rooting for here <laughs> exactly so anyway it's i'm just i'm glad football's in the air and like axel said off camera like you feel so alone as a man and then two weeks before the season starts you get the texts from yeah. everyone you know and, yep. and, and yep. now until february you're going to be the most popular dude that's my life man all all summer long i'm hanging with the kid i text people i call people nobody gets back to me then all of a sudden fantasy football football comes everybody's texting hey what's going on man it's like where were you motherfuckers when it was hot outside but i'm just i guess i guys i know it's 801 pacific time but i'm just sad i'm not gonna be in the country for the first three weeks of the season i think I'm getting depressed. Mm. Oh, don't get that. We'll, we'll tell you what's going on. It's only three so, weeks. Though. It's only three weeks. It's yeah. only. Th- I mean, I'm, I'll know what's going on, but I like my routine, my Sunday routine. Monday. Oh, you know what? Good NFL games on. Maybe I I oh, Thursday, I guys. Uh, you know, if, you, if you'd like, I can I'm do it. Cleaning like out of the house. A this week in Cowboys history segment on the podcast. I like it. That's good. In 1996, Michael Myers, defensive tackle for the Cowboys, not to be confused with the Halloween Michael Myers, got his first sack. Anyway. It's <laughs> already got my first segment there. Thanks. I'll, I'll look that up. <laughs> Actually, 90s, it would have been 90. would have been early 2000s. Uh, sorry, not 96. But Anyway. All right. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm done. All right. Solo's done. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting ready miss, for football. I miss the nineties. Missing the nineties. <laughs> um, Who doesn't? Yep. And I live in Portland. Uh, where the dream of the nineties. Alive, not alive. TikTokers. How many weeks of hard knocks are left? Two, three. There's like five three. weeks. Okay. Of it. There's like five episodes. Okay, I couldn't um, remember. Yeah, five football, episodes. Man. Yep. It's the sporting. So games. that would. That'll take us through right before that Thursday night opener, I think. Right. Two days before. Yeah, the Tuesday before. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Axel, like, how how are, real quick before we get out, Uh how are you, like, do you get so excited to watch these episodes because it's your team? 
or are you kind of like get excited, but then I, what, what, what's the, what's a day of Axel when, when it's going to air? Um, I love all these kind of things. Like I love hard knocks. I've watched it since I've watched every season ever of hard knocks. I fucking, I, you know, and I watch the Amazon shit. I watch hard knocks in season. I love these kind of things. So I would watch it anyway, but of course I'm more excited. And still I have to admit as a Jets fan, I'm sure Manny can concur. If you're listening, my friend, please, please tell any other Jets fans that might be listening. Um, Oh, I don't know if Hamlet is dead is listening to us. He's going to steal all the jets and the fantasy draft and piss me off. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to throw that one in. I still am in a little bit of shock this week. I was listening to a podcast and some guy was saying something and he was like, it's not like the teams, the jets, they don't have a shot or so. And I was like, what did he, did he wait? They don't have a shot. Did he mean the jet? No, he meant like the jets are one of the best teams in the NFL. And I, even at this point, I'm like, slow your roll. Like I still look, I have been a jets fan for fucking 30, 40. I don't know how many fucking years, 40 years or something until they beat the bills, Dallas, Patriots, you know, we got a tough schedule the first like six games. I, I this is all just fun to watch and what and be like Aaron Rodgers is on the Jets, but they gotta fucking play the games. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm excited yeah, to watch every week. Yeah. I do feel you, gotta, little, you still gotta you still gotta get excited though, Axel. You had a top three defense last year. You added a Hall of Fame top five quarterback. Yeah, no, I am. Top 10 and running back. I, I am. But yeah. I was... Ando's doing the reverse jinx. I feel the reverse <laughs> jinx. The Aaron Rodgers hate. You guys are all mentalists. Not saying nothing. I'm wondering what he's saying. It's yeah. I, it's, I'm too, I'm too used to being, being let down Andy. So I'm telling you, oh, if I, they win that me, first I know, game, and I get it. Yeah. If they win that first game, like say they beat the bills, like 37, 10 or something, I might be crying on the, on the following episode <laughs> of around the couch folks. It might be around the fucking psychiatrist couch for Axel. So, uh, cause I'm I really, I am like a person in shock right now that I just do can't accept that this is reality. Like I can't accept that people are talking about the jets, like they're winners. I can't accept that Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. I'm still having a hard time accepting that sauce and Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall are on this team. You know, that Quinnen is doing so well. These are play. I just, it, it's, it's, it's a new world. And I mean, we'll see a if whole we live in new it. World. I can't wait till we do the, our preseason picks to see where you put the jets finishing. Excellent. I cannot wait for that. Oh, it, it'll be first. I, I got to <laughs> fuck the, that. Shit. I got to be positive about it. Though. Perfect. I, <laughs> I would hope so. No, I, I don't know. The bill Kellum's bills might be up there. I still. Hey, look, man, I love Aaron Rodgers, but to me, the best quarterback in the NFL, there's absolutely no question it's Patrick Mahomes. So, yep. and I, and I think that Josh Allen, it, it, uh, Josh Alien, as I like to call him, he, I, I might want him more than, uh, than Aaron Rodgers at this point. He's amazing, but you know, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. I'll, I'll probably feel bad about saying that in about three minutes. <laughs> well, it may it may take some time for the Jets to gel to yeah. that offense. Jets gel. It may take yeah. a few yeah. weeks. I mean, because the think about it, they're not going to get a lot of preseason game reps. No. So 
or, you know, you run the risk of them. Oh, they're one in three, but then all of a sudden they win five in a row, you know? So you just be patient. It's a long season. And, uh, Thanks, Solo. You know, I'd rather have that defense and Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin Cook on the stretch run and in the playoffs Has there versus been any Zach talk? Wilson and young dudes. Yeah. Has there been any talk of Rodgers even playing in the preseason at all? Yes. I don't, there, think, he, yes. I don't think he's had no, there years. Was, oh, he is. There, there was, yeah. Salah said that there's a possibility he'll play in the Giants game. Huh. Okay. Well, he did play in the scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that doesn't count. So we'll see. Maybe one yeah, series. I, 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 on, I think they need to have him yeah. play. I, I'm I'm a person who says play him for a series or two. That's all. But just get him in there to hike the ball with a crowd around, run some plays, get the feel. You know, I, I like that. Green 18. All right, guys, yeah. that's the end of the podcast. Let's let's let Solo hang out with Lady Solo. Brett, you're the best. Ando, you are as well. Solo, you're pretty good. And I love you. That's, that's all I, I love you too, pal. <laughs> all right. See you guys nice. next week. Bye, guys. For the episode three of Hard Knocks. Welcome to East New York, Kellum. And we're out of here. <laughs>